Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Spring deals at Ross will have you saying, it's a yes for me. Say yes to trending looks like tube tops, dad shorts, and miniskirts for less than online, or vintage tees and beach shorts for a weekend getaway. With all the styles to choose from, there's a yes around every corner. Because saving money and looking good is what you do. It's a yes for you and your bank account. Hit up Ross for your certified yes for me moment. The earth is full of thousands of plant species mm-hmm. and God made our DNA and he made the DNA of all these plants mm-hmm. and he knows that that combines beautifully with our bodies. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, you know, my for me God, you know, God's at the root of this. This is God's pharmacy. That's mm-hmm. how I've always seen mm-hmm. it. Like God gave us what we needed to sustain ourselves. Mm-hmm. And as we've gotten away more and more from it, I mean, it, you know, pharmaceutical companies go out and they, one of the things we had to learn was pharmacokinetics, um, which is how drugs are derived from plants. Mm-hmm. And so originally that's what happened. Mm-hmm. And then they just got more and more synthesized because it costs about a billion dollars to put together to bring a new plant based drug to market. Like in pharmaceuticals? Yeah. Wow. So that's why they've started with this whole mRNA, by the mm-hmm. way. And uh, because it's not that, it costs that initially, but now it's going to be much cheaper overall mm-hmm. down the road. You're listening to She with Jordan Lee Dooley, a personal development podcast for the everyday woman. Come invited, leave ignited. Here's your host, Jordan Lee Dooley. Welcome back to She. Hi, honey. It's so fun to be here. It's been a while since you've been on. I know. It's been like a year. And this time you're actually in my office, which is fun. We can like sit face to face. (laughs) I'm so glad that you invited me back. (laughs) It's so fun. Well, this is going to be a fun conversation because this is a topic we, you and I talk about a lot and Mm -hmm. that you've learned a ton about the last year or so, but that we haven't gotten to share a whole lot about it. You know, I've shared little bits and pieces of what you've been learning on my stories as I've, you know, Instagram stories and stuff. And get blown up with questions every time I share about it. People are like, what is she doing? This is so interesting. So I was like, let's just record an episode. So this is going to be a good one. You guys, we're going to be talking about how would you, how do you describe it? Complimentary alternative approaches to health essentially, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Before we dig into all the details, let's start with sharing a little bit of background so that, because in the past we've talked about various topics, we've talked about the seasons of life and navigating those. We've talked about hosting and hospitality. I feel like you're kind of just for all of you to know, mom's kind of like the Jane of all trades, I feel like in in a really good way, (laughs) but she's always learning something new. And that's always really inspirational to me. But can you share some background information about the certification program that you enrolled in, in the last couple of years and what led you to want to explore things like medicinal plants and alternative medicine? Oh yeah. It's been an interesting journey. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, I came out of pro sports and that was in 2019 and in pro sports, there was just so much focus on health because this is what people they use their body to make a living. Mm-hmm. So I saw so many advances in alternative things and I was always interested in it. And then on top of that, you know, my, our family, you, you know, your great grandmother, my grandmother was very naturally, you know, oriented. She would go out and pluck, you know, mint leaves in our backyard when, and make a tea whenever we were sick. So it's just, it's something I saw my whole life. And so I decided that when I made a shift out of pro sports, that I wanted to really focus on alternative health. And it just so happened that we were experiencing a very strange thing globally called mm-hmm. a pandemic. Mm-hmm. So it, it just made me feel like um, it was the perfect time to kind of go back to my roots no, no pun intended, and uh, kind of get into some, um, just really learn what else is out there and what's more natural, because I've always been more naturally minded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like that's always something you kind of instilled in us growing up and through my own journey the last few years. It's something I've come to value a lot more. And so naturally, it's led to a lot of really interesting conversations. And I've learned a lot through what you've learned. But mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about the certification you enrolled in. What was the program? What was it through? And why did you choose that program? 
Well, you know, it just so happened that I did a lot of research to figure out which program I wanted to get involved in. And I, I came across Cornell. And Cornell obviously has a brand that everyone recognizes. It's an Ivy League school. And so I was kind of drawn to that because my generation is, you know, it's a group of women who didn't really get a lot of exposure mm-hmm. to natural medicines. And so I knew, but but they value like institutional names. Mm-hmm. So I was like, if you're going to, if, if I'm going to talk about this to different generations, I know, I know that they would really resonate with a brand that they would trust or think that is like, you know, is, is some kind of expert mm-hmm. and um, has credibility. Mm-hmm. So I decided to go with Cornell and I enrolled in a um, two-year program and it was medicinal plants is what it was called. Now I thought when I rolled in that it was going to be all about like, you know, I didn't really know what I was getting involved mm-hmm. in. I thought, is this going to be just one thing? But it was phenomenal because it was all, it, they taught you all about the body systems, every body system and the different plants that affect those body systems and different conditions. And it was more comprehensive than I ever would have thought. It was, there was chemistry, there was um, molecular compounds, there was mechanism of actions. I mean, I was writing papers in a cohort. It was mm-hmm. probably what I would expect from an Ivy League school, but it also was really in depth. I was mm-hmm. researching the NIH and mm-hmm. just, it really, you know, um, you even got into like supplement, like supplement research and understanding yes. like the quality of vitamins and how to understand all of that and everything. Yeah, because they gave you they give you lots of information on databases and different, you know, Cochrane libraries, things that you wouldn't know were out there. Consumer labs they gave us access as, you know, we could we could get involved in different types of in depth studies of things mm-hmm. that. Um, I didn't even know we're out there, to be honest. There were a lot of doctors in my classes. There were a lot of pharmacists in my classes. There were a lot of... And why do you think that doctors and pharmacists enrolled in this? Well, I think they, in med school, mm-hmm. I don't. they don't learn it. And, mm-hmm. they, and so many of them said it. They said, you know, we we learn basically... Pharmaceuticals. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's... Not even really nutrition, most of them. Right. So allopathic medicine is what we have in Western, mm-hmm. right, in our country, in the U.S. Allopathic medicine is what it's called. And there's two areas, basically drugs or surgery. Mm -hmm. That's really what they learn. Mm -hmm. So this natural area is very, they don't even learn really much on nutrition. Mm -hmm. And this is so important because the body can really heal itself. Mm -hmm. So anyway, that's, that was why I chose that was really, I think the right choice for me. Yeah. Yeah. It was a really interesting program as you shared a lot with me as you were going, I was just thinking like how comprehensive it was. I mean, you, you learned about the cardiovascular system mm-hmm. and the reproductive system. And you had all these different like focus, focus areas. Yeah. And instead of just this broad brush, like yeah. here, use peppermint tea. Like it was so much more in depth than that. Right. Okay. So another question that I think is important to bring up is why do you think that it can be so valuable to use herbal medicine today, especially? You know, I think that the face of medicine is changing. Mm-hmm. And if you do a little, you know, if you look around, we, we've we now have, we all have something called mRNA. We all have heard it. Mm-hmm. And that's becoming another drug class. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, I thought it was just a vaccine, mm-hmm. but it's actually going to be in drugs. There's 211 drugs in preclinical trials right now that contain mRNA proteins mm-hmm. and synthesized proteins. So there are there's a reason that you know we need to understand where this is all going mm-hmm. and biologics were you know i mean a lot of drugs used to be made from plants mm-hmm. and animals um, animals are biologics mm-hmm. plants are you know normal drug classes mm-hmm. but now they're moving away from that and they're synthesizing so many more drugs mm-hmm. from gene therapy and so our body what i what i've learned is that our bodies have the same DNA, like basic DNA as plants, mm-hmm. only it's just in different sequences and different quantities. Mm-hmm. So we're made to have a plant-based type of medicine because mm-hmm. that's why I think it's important mm-hmm. that yeah. we know about it. And not only that, but you know, pharmaceuticals is a third lead in 2014. It was a third leading cause of death in the United States. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so nobody wants to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And not that it's the demonization of pharmaceuticals because there's absolutely time and place. Absolutely. And we're going to talk about that. But I think having an awareness that, you know, it doesn't come without risk. It doesn't come without side effects. It doesn't mm-hmm. come without not downsides. Right. And I think the awareness of that is important because- I think in our country, and I'd be curious what your thought is on this, but I think in our country and just in the West in general, it's kind of like the default mechanism. Mm -hmm. It's always kind of used as the first line of defense Mm -hmm. versus the like last line of defense. And we have a very reactive versus preventative model. Mm -hmm. And while there's absolutely times and places for that, like- That's a good way of putting it, actually. Yeah. It's true. And for an acute need, like 
you broke your leg or yeah. you've got, you know, something that needs to be treated acutely. It's like, okay, that's where that comes in really handy. But for chronic things, like you're not going to heal something necessarily with a medication. Most of the time, it's just mm-hmm. going to put a bandaid on it. Mm-hmm. And so understanding that like, there's an opportunity, there's an, there's things you can be doing to try to heal your body from the inside out, even if you are supporting with pharmaceuticals. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of one thing I wanted to ask about was, you know, would you say like that herbal medicine can be used in conjunction with Western medicine and can it be helpful to utilize both considering the fact that there are absolutely downsides to Western medicine? We also know that there are huge benefits and mm-hmm. advancements in that. So what are your thoughts in, especially as you've now dug deep into the world of herbal medicine and learned more about pharmaceuticals and, and Western medicine as a result of that? Can these two things be used in conjunction? Is it helpful to use it, utilize both? And if so, what do you, what are your thoughts? And like, what does that look like? Yeah, I mean, I think definitely they can go hand in hand. I will say one thing that really sticks out to me is pain. Like, mm-hmm. I think natural medicine isn't as quick acting mm-hmm. as it's you a know, longer. It's yeah, a longer as Western. Process. I mean, pain management is one of the hardest things to do naturally, I think. Mm-hmm. So yes, I think, you know, you need a, a nerve blocker or you need something like, like that. after surgery. Yeah, or something. anesthesia. Yeah. I mean, anesthesia comes from plants. It's mm-hmm. actually plant-based, mm-hmm. but now it's synthesized a little bit stronger, but it, it is, it, yeah, sometimes you, that's for sure a Western. Mm-hmm. I think that's a case for Western medicine. Mm-hmm. Some other things too here and there, but I, I do think that they can go hand in hand as long as you're like doing both or doing as much as you can before that mm-hmm. if you can. Yeah. My thought on it is like kind of what I mentioned, treating natural remedies between nutrition, herbal medicine, mm-hmm. those types of things, alternative or natural remedies as a preventative mm-hmm. And as even a first line of defense, unless it's like an acute emergency. Yes. And then, because I think so often when, because when you just default to Western medicine to be your cure-all, you're not really curing anything Yeah, ultimately in many ways, especially if it's a chronic issue, like, you know, an autoimmune thing or a skin issue or like kind of just, it's not wrong to like to turn to that. But I think when it's, it it makes the most sense to do that once you've kind of exhausted the more natural options versus just going straight to the, you know more intense Western medicine options. Exactly. I mean, I think that from a nat- from like a medicinal plant standpoint, for sure. Mm-hmm. But there's other therapies out there too that, you know, people have been using for years mm-hmm. that aren't really something you ingest, mm-hmm. you know? It could be like, you know, different acupunctures and things mm-hmm. like that. Those are other types of things mm-hmm. that other, there's like all different countries have their own system of medicine mm-hmm. and that they've been using for ancient, you know, forever. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's so true. I'd be curious too, and this is something that I think can come up because especially in our very allopathic model, Western medicine focused world <laughs> that uh-huh. many of us live in, yeah. I think there's a lot of, I don't want to say fear mongering, but honestly, a little bit of fear mongering or discrediting that can come from the Western medicine world. Like anything that's a little bit more naturally minded or alternative, it's yeah. kind of like, Oh, that's they're quacks, you know. There's definitely, yeah. And so, I'd be curious with everything that you've learned and now been certified in. Have you have you learned that if there are any safety considerations to consider when using medicinal plants or using these alternative approaches to health? Absolutely, because one thing we had to do with every plant we learned, we had to look up their potential side effects, and we also had to look up any contraindications, Mm -hmm. which I thought was very interesting. So Mm -hmm. you're kind of getting into the you know the drug side. If someone's on warfarin, you don't want to give them certain drugs. You Mm -hmm. know, if if you're on a blood thinning drug, you don't. That's what warfarin is. You don't want to you know give them. Yeah, they have to be careful if they're if they're pregnant or they're lactating. Mm -hmm. um, You want to be careful certain you know herbals. So yes, definitely you can't just go out there and and say, oh, I think I'm just going to go take this. Because it's natural, so it's fine. Right. There are are strong compounds in in medicine, you know, in plants. So Mm -hmm. you do kind of have to know. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, your doctor might not be able to help you that much Mm -hmm. because as I've said, you know, they really don't know Mm -hmm. this area. And that's the hard part. It's like, there's the the mindset of like, well, talk to your physician. But the reality is they've not been trained in this. No. So- how helpful are they really going to be if you go ask them? You almost have to speak to someone who can understand herbals and how they then, like you said, how the contraindications maybe with the current medications mm-hmm. you're on and certain things like that. Because yep. I mean, I even remember I was talking with a more Western medicine doctor at one point and he told me to get off herbals because he just didn't know how it was going to interact. Not right. because he had any actual like reason. Yeah, He's like, I just don't know how that'll interact with something that you're taking. So I would just not take them. And I'm like, what if it's actually really beneficial? You just don't know that. So should I listen to you? I just remember feeling like you don't really know. Yeah. I mean, that's so funny because I've heard a lot of doctors and pharmacists and people, nurses, people who are in, were in this course with mm-hmm. me say that 
they felt so ill-equipped mm-hmm. to answer question patient questions about mm-hmm. that because you know they were asked they were asked well what what about this supplement which mm-hmm. vitamin d supplement should i take or mm-hmm. which zinc su- supplement or what even just questions on that mm-hmm. they they could not answer they felt so mm-hmm. bad and so that is one thing too that i learned was how to evaluate and judge a supplement mm-hmm. because they're it's a multi-billion dollar industry. So it's like- And a lot of supplements are crap. Yeah, there's learned. a lot of toxins in those. <laughs> yeah. So you have to be careful knowing, you know, just that alone was priceless for me, mm-hmm. just really being able to figure out which supplements makes, you know, are truly pure and how you evaluate those. Mm-hmm. As you know, because you've asked me a couple of mm-hmm. times on different things. Yeah. So it's, it's in his wild because some of the ones that you are the most popular, you're like, yeah, that doesn't come back with a great score, right. you know? And I'm like, oh, well, cool, because this is what everyone's talking about, you know, or this is what my functional doctor said to take or whatever. And And what's sad is like insurance companies like Mm -hmm. won't pay for that, like Mm -hmm. for someone to go to, to, to have a guide in this area. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of sad. You can go to your doctor who doesn't know mm-hmm. and and they'll but that'll be paid for. Yeah, that'll be paid yeah. for. But but if you want to go and get like yeah. you know, natural med- medicinal information or there's not a code on your, yeah. you know, insurance literally form. so upside down in so many ways. Yeah, it's like uh, okay, so it's, yeah. it's just unfortunate, but yeah. that's that's the way it is. So. Yeah. Well, hopefully that can be something that slowly changes over time. Yeah. Okay, so another thing I want to asks kind of speaking to evaluating even just supplements and all that kind of stuff. I know that you have access to databases and things that the average person may not, but what tips do you have for evaluating the label and the quality of herbal medicines or alternative remedies? Are there any terms or factors that we can be aware of when choosing an herbal remedy or a supplement or things like that? It's a big question, it but is. maybe just one or two little like tidbits. Okay. That's a very big question, but I can give a few things. Just knowing that it is third-party certified because there are a lot of brands of, mm-hmm. you know, uh, supplements and dietary yeah um herbals that you can go to any drugstore and look around and you have no idea you read the back so a couple of things is making sure it doesn't have any proprietary blends Mm. because proprietary means they don't have to tell you what's in it Mm. so if it looks like it's not like there's multiple things but you can't figure out exactly what percentage of what Mm. then i would steer away from something like that Mm. normally they have to disclose it has this much this and Mm. this much this so you don't want anything that has a proprietary blend Mm. Because you don't really know what's how how strong the proprietary it could be one thing and the rest of it could be filler. You just don't know. And there's no regulation on it, so they're not required to tell you in that exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And you said something about third, third yeah, party. Yeah, so third party certification like NSF um, is one party certification. Mm-hmm. A lot of people get fooled because they'll see a little organic, mm-hmm. you know, certified organic, and they think that's the certification, and that's not necessarily mm-hmm. the certification. It's mm-hmm. good to say it, it's great if it is organic. Mm-hmm. That's also a plus. Mm-hmm. But if it's never been analyzed in a lab, you don't really know if it's what they say it is and in the quantities they say it is. Mm-hmm. So a third party like an NSF is also important. And will um, that be like a stamp or something? On it that? will. Okay. Yeah. And then there's a couple other things too, but those are some general, some general beginning points mm-hmm. because, you know, you don't really know. I think it's really important to know that first of all, that what they say is in there mm-hmm. is really in there. Mm-hmm. Speaking of that, is there like a brand that you found that's like, this is generally a good one? Or is it kind of hard to, or does it just vary by type of, of that vitamin? To me, it varies. I yeah. mean, there isn't one. I've looked at it like I find a brand that like looks good in one thing and then I start researching it for other things and I just don't see that they're consistent. Yeah, I don't see everything in there that like I would say this is 100%. Every so does it kind of almost vary like maybe one or two supplements from a certain brand are good and they have the third party certification, but that doesn't mean that all of them are great? Or is that kind of what you're saying? Yeah, because like you walk into like a GNC store, mm-hmm. which I'm not 100%. There's a very small section of the GNC store that I would say mm-hmm. has really decent. Yeah, probably true of Amazon and everything yeah, else where you exactly. can get supplements. Yeah, they might be really good at one or two or three things and they're sourced really well. And then they kind of get some success and then they start expanding because now they're, they want to continue to grow their business. Mm-hmm. And pretty soon they're in other things that maybe they're not quite as good at. So, I mean, I look for brands or, you know, that are just really good at one or two, maybe three things, mm-hmm. maybe not everything. They're that specialized. They're, they're not trying to be the ultimate supplement brand. Is what yes. Yeah. Yes. And I found a few that mm-hmm. I, and you know, that I've looked at that I've, you know, even gone off the database a little mm-hmm. bit and kind of checked their products in different ways. So yes, it's been quite, I mean, you, I could, this could be a full-time job for years, just researching farms like supplements because yeah. it is so vast. Yeah. So well, and it's, it's like, such a 
growing field and something yeah. even in the natural health world. Like as I've gotten into that, I mean, I can't tell you the amount of supplements that have been recommended to me by practitioners and functional mm-hmm. doctors and dietitians. And I'm like, do you even know what's in these? You know, mm-hmm. like, and it's been really interesting to run some of those by you. And you've been like, that's not terrible. Or you're like, mm, probably not a good option. You know, it's just yeah. like, it's eye opening, And it's like, this is something I think more people need to know. Maybe we need to record a whole podcast on like <laughs> supplements at some point, because truly I yeah. mean, it's becoming such a trendy thing. And I think in the natural health world, there's such a, a lean on supplements because it's not pharmaceuticals, right? but there's also downsides to that because it isn't regulated and you don't always know what's right. in it. And there's a lot of things that you could be getting. That and you, you could don't take realize. too much mm-hmm. of something and not know, and yeah. that could be toxic. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, I've, I've had to try to become a little bit more because at first when I started my, my more holistic health journey, I was really focused on nutrition, you know, clean living, I which I still am and leaned heavily on supplements to try to get some things up as I got more and more labs back. And I was like, oh, this is low and that's mm-hmm. low. And I remember I was just kind of like taking a bajillion supplements at first. And I remember you being like, um, I don't, and this is even before you took your certification, yeah. but you were like, I don't know that you should be taking that many vitamins. You know, <laughs> I was like, why? They're good for you. You know, I didn't understand. <laughs> And I still, you know, take some, but I've tried to become a little bit more of a supplement minimalist yeah, and focus more on getting quality. And, yeah. Well that, and also focus more on getting nutrients from whole food sources, yes. you know, and it's harder to do. It takes a little bit more intentionality and it's probably not perfect, but I, I, I don't know. It's just like, I've tried to lean into being a little bit more of a supplement minimalist and that doesn't mean I'm against supplements, but the more we've learned and the more yeah. you've learned and shared, the more yeah. I'm like, Oh yeah, I probably shouldn't be taking 11 supplements a day, you know, and not knowing what's in them. So yeah, 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 no, it's hard to know. And no one really kind of at the drugstore knows either. So they're not going to go, Oh, you're buying 10 of these. Well, you probably don't need that. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Pharmacist doesn't know that's for sure. Right. Okay. So this is kind of shifting gears a little bit, but it is something that I wanted to touch on because I think in the world of natural health and also, especially when there's any kind of herbal focus, herbal medicine, herbalism, whatever you want to call it. I'd be curious what your thoughts are on like, you know, we, you've taken very much a wholesome kind of biblical, just natural approach to Mm -hmm. it. But I, we've talked about this recently, like in kind of the herbal alternative medicine world, there's a lot of spirituality. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of like almost new ageiness to Mm -hmm. it. And I'd be curious what your thought is on that and how you've navigated that. Because I think a lot of that kind of just, I don't want to say woo spirituality, but honestly, that's kind of what it is. It kind of influences, I think, that world quite a bit. And so what is how have you navigated that? And kind of what are your thoughts on all of that? How do you how can you do this from a biblical perspective? Well, that's just, the whole reason I went to Cornell versus some of the herbal academies, because mm-hmm. there are some really good herbal academies, but mm-hmm. number one, they're not recognizable to most people. And number two, you know, some of the people that go there are not just like healthcare practitioners trying to learn more. There's, there is a more of a spirituality that, you know, I wasn't comfortable with. So, Mm -hmm. so with my, you know, I believe that God put everything we needed in the garden of Eden. I mean, I think that's biblical. Mm -hmm. And when, um, you know, when obviously when man sinned, we, we were kind of called out of that, Mm -hmm. but the earth is full of thousands of plant species Mm -hmm. and God made our DNA and he made the DNA of all these plants. Mm -hmm. And he knows that that combines beautifully with our bodies. Mm -hmm. So I feel like, you know, my, for me, God, you know, God's at the root of this. This is God's pharmacy. That's Mm -hmm. how I've always seen Mm -hmm. it. Like God Mm -hmm. gave us what we needed to sustain ourselves. Mm -hmm. And as we've gotten away more and more from it, I mean, you know, pharmaceutical companies go out and they, one of the things we had to learn was pharmacokinetics, um, which is how drugs are derived from plants. Mm. And so originally that's what happened. Mm-hmm. And then they just got more and more synthesized because it costs about a billion dollars to put together to bring a new plant-based drug to market. Like in pharmaceuticals? Yeah. Wow. So that's why they've started with this whole R- mRNA by the way, mm-hmm. and uh, because not that it costs that initially, but now it's going to be much cheaper overall mm-hmm. down the road than it but is. But we don't necessarily know the potential long-term effects of that at this point. Right. So that's where that's like potentially red flag, right? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Because it's not been studied at, at, you know, nobody really knows for a long term. So, yeah. so I, I believe that, you know, from my back to your question about, you know, I do think that we have to stay on a biblical track with mm-hmm. this. And that's what I've tried to do is just, you know, how how is this what God wants and how do we honor what he put on earth for us? Mm-hmm. Um, and ha- and ultimately God's a healer. I mean, God made our bodies to heal mm-hmm. and God is the healer. Mm-hmm. So we just can um, supplement with what we can. That's why I call this complimentary. Mm-hmm. And it's really in God's hands how this all plays out or yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think it can be 
done with or without the like kind of extra layer of spirituality, but it can be done from a biblical foundation too. Like, and I think going back to like, really, I I think what you mentioned about the garden of Eden is powerful. Like I think kind of going back to some alternative, more naturally minded approaches to medicine and herbal medicine and plant-based medicine, Mm -hmm. like that's going back to the garden in so many ways. It's kind Mm -hmm. of getting back to the basics. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that some of the more, you know, modern advancements in medicine are useless or somehow wrong or sinful. It's more just like, but there is value in getting back to the basics. And I think many of us have started to see that through mm-hmm. some of the things that we've all experienced the last few years and for various different reasons. Yeah. But I think it's okay to ask questions and say, is this the best place to start? Or is there maybe a more natural place that's a little bit more in line with the way God made things originally? You know. Well, when you think about what, and we're coming on Christmas now, mm-hmm. so when you think about what the three wise men brought mm-hmm. to the baby Jesus, mm-hmm. they brought frankincense mm-hmm. and myrrh, mm-hmm. which are some of the most... I mean, I was fascinated learning about these two Mm. because that's what you bring the baby Jesus. And those are antiviral, antibacterials. Mm. They're they're healing type of plant-based sources Mm. and their oils. And yeah, so why, why, and it helps the mother, like Mary, Mm -hmm. you know, it's frankincense is used in, back in the day, it was Mm. used for post- pregnancy and i mean i saw a funny meme that just i was just reminded of when you said that i I came across it on some like holistic living page but it was like first came the three wise men and they brought that stuff but then it was like and then came the three wise women and one was like bringing like raw milk the other was bringing lactation (laughs) specialists and the other one was like you know and but even what you said about that i didn't think of but that's really interesting well their wives probably said hey joe king go bring this yeah (laughs) yeah oh that's interesting Uh, huh and i think we've kind of lost i mean if you go back like historically like those were things those were a lot of this stuff was just like knowledge that was passed down to generations you know and it was kind of like you knew how to make a a tincture to help with ailments and things like that and now it's like a lost skill a lost art right and kind of getting back to that is is kind of cool Do you want to start living a healthier lifestyle in 2023? And by healthier, I don't mean, you know, going to the gym and getting ripped and eating, you know, lean chicken and green beans all day. I mean, like living a holistically healthy lifestyle, living a more natural lifestyle, being a little bit more cautious about what you put on and in your body, learning how to use natural remedies, nourishing yourself well, like actually living a holistic lifestyle of wellness. If that is something you want to start leaning into more in 2023 or something you want to do more of, maybe you've already kind of set the foundations, you've been dabbling, but you want to grow in it and you're just not quite sure what to do next or where to get started, I have just the thing for you. It's called the Holistic Health Bundle, and it's a collection of over 100 high-quality ebooks, courses, and guides for only $50. If all of these resources were bought separately, everything in the bundle would cost over $5,000. So this is a 99% discount. And here's the thing, there is no catch other than the bundle ends on the 10th of January and all the resources will go back to the regular price at that point. So I just want you to understand what you're getting in this bundle because I want you to take advantage of this 99% off deal. So there is literally everything in the bundle for reaching true health, mentally, physically, spiritually, all the things. So here are some of the topics covered. Holistic methods for healing autoimmune diseases, adrenal fatigue, and a wide range of chronic illnesses, doctor-approved detox formulas with proper drainage, cleansing, and recipes, foraging for medicinal herbs, healing plants, and nature superfoods safely and sustainably, natural beauty and body care products using plants and natural ingredients, healing recipes, detox juices, superfood smoothies, and more to boost your immune system, holistic pregnancy, postpartum practices, holistic health guides for your little ones, resources for gut health, metabolism, and blood sugar levels with holistic meal plans and intuitive eating, and so much more. I'm like dripping over my words because there's so much I'm trying to squeeze into 30 seconds here. So listen, with this mega collection of some of the most potent online courses and eBooks, you will have the knowledge and the guidance to support your body's natural healing, to detox and and lower your toxin burden, to start using more natural remedies to support your body and your healing to make your own chemical-free home, to make your home safe for you and your family, to protect yourself from harmful chemicals, artificial light, and even EMFs, and so much more. I could go on and on, and I promise you there's no catch other than that the offer ends soon. All creators have come together to create this amazing bundle, and we all agreed on doing a 99% discount to give something back to the community. There are two resources in this bundle for me. One is my lifestyle overhaul guide. You're getting it at a huge discount because the lifestyle overhaul guide by itself is like 50 bucks. So you're getting the lifestyle overhaul guide plus hundreds of other resources for 50 bucks. 
Plus, I also co-taught a class with my mom who is certified in herbal medicine on some natural remedies that you can start stocking your house with and stocking your own medicine cabinet with. So it is so good. And those are just two of the resources. So if you want to take advantage of this, it is only available at $50 for 10 days and then everything's going to go back to the regular price. So we're going to link it in the show notes. You can use that link, grab it for 50 bucks but do it before January 10th because this deal ends then. I'm so excited for you to kick off your holistic health journey. I can't wait to see how this bundle blesses you. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. With two little kids, I do most of my shopping online now, but it can be so hard to shop for things like clothes online because I never know if I'm getting good quality until it arrives. The game changer? Upgrading to high-quality, affordable pieces from Quince. Now I have luxury essentials that transition from one occasion to the next, and I stayed on budget. Quince has so many options to choose from, like 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for $50, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14 karat gold jewelry. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. One of my favorite items from Quince is the silk pajamas I got. They are so high quality, luxury pajamas, but not at a luxury price tag. And I just feel like they don't even compare to some of the other pajamas that I have bought online or that I've bought um, just at various different stores. And like, these are incredible. Indulge in affordable luxury by going to quince.com slash she for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash she to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash she. Thrive Market is a go-to for all your grocery and household essentials, and the convenience of getting everything online then quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories, and you can use their on-site filters to suit your lifestyle needs. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low-sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with just a few clicks. And when you shop Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one for one membership matching program. You join and they give. I use Thrive Market every single month. I get our dish detergent, dish soap, and various other just basic household essentials that are low-tox and non-tox ingredients, and it is the easiest way to get all of my favorite clean items sent right to my door at an affordable price, I should add. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash she for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash she. Thrivemarket.com slash she. Okay, something else I want to ask about in terms of just all all these things. I'm like, my brain's going a thousand directions, but... What other areas of health can medicinal plants be used for that people may or may not think of, you know, especially as we're talking about this in terms of like, you mentioned pain, you mentioned supplements, Mm -hmm. but you know, what are areas of health that medicinal plants and kind of these alternative approaches can be used for that people may not necessarily think of, like they may think of it for the common cold, like peppermint tea, but can you give us some examples of like, to the the extent that this can go? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So there's stress, um, cognitive function and focus, um, anxiolytics. Uh, psilocybins, which are in mushrooms, but I mean, not th- there's ways to use that for focus, not in a 
in not a, a and not in a recreational way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So cognitive and focus and stress, mm-hmm. um, relaxation, all of that. There's better digestion. Mm-hmm. Lots of lots of plants for digest you know digestive issues. Mm-hmm. There's for uh, like in, immune systems for cardiovascular mm-hmm. for. I mean, just think about it. Even skin issues like when when your husband had poison ivy yes. rash. Yeah. And- so you guys, short story, Matt <laughs> got this like ridiculous uh, poison ivy rash this past fall. And we were traveling and he was like, we were hiking and he had it all over his legs, his torso, like he was just miserable. And he ended up just, you know, at first he took like just something that was like a steroid cream or something Mm -hmm. to try to help. And that helped temporarily, but then he actually had like a withdrawal reaction to the, Mm. to the steroid cream or something to where the poison ivy went, then all of a sudden he got this rash that was super itchy, but it wasn't poison ivy. It was Mm -hmm. the weirdest thing. And I remember you had just given me something that was like originally like a lip balm, but it was like a really healing lip balm. And we were driving him and I was like, well, I don't know, try this. And I handed it to him. He's like, what is it? I was like, I don't know. Mom made it. So it'll probably work. And so he put it on like an area of his arm just as a patch test. And him almost immediately it stopped itching because it was like a really healing. I don't yeah. even know what you put in it, but we called you and you're like, yeah, use that. And so it gave him a lot of relief and That's it helped great. it heal faster. And we didn't have to use any type of like, you know, steroid or yeah. it was, it was fast. Cause we actually, he, that was, that rash was actually probably a reaction to the steroid, yeah, even though that was. helped with the poison ivy originally. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, nobody talks about that. They think, oh, it'll zap the poison ivy. You're good. You'll move on with life. But then like, what if you have this like after, like this reaction afterwards, then what do you do? You can't go back to the same thing that gave you the reaction. Yeah. It could have been allergic reaction. I mean, there's all kinds of things. So, Mm -hmm. so that's the other thing. Allergies. Mm -hmm. I mean, stinging nettles is great for allergies Mm -hmm. and you don't need to take your allergy medicine. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just, yeah. I mean, and you also learned about how even, I mean, I'm pretty sure because we talked about this, like hormones, reproductive health, even like there's, there's herbal remedies and medicines that can be supportive to that as well. Right. Yeah. Like especially postpartum, Mm -hmm. um, and conception, Mm -hmm. there's just different, definitely supportive things that you can do there. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people don't know about that because Mm -hmm. again, they don't, you know, your OBGYN, your, Mm -hmm. you know, they don't, women's health really is eons behind Mm -hmm. in this area. Mm -hmm. So, and I learned most OBGYNs, I mean, God bless OBGYNs, I don't need them. But they're primarily surgeons. Yeah. This was something I learned because I was thinking my OBGYN would know all the answers as to what was going on with me at first when I was struggling with pregnancy stuff. And they knew some things, but I had to go looking with like a, I was like, oh, there's like a line to where your knowledge kind of ends, you know? And that's the case with anyone who specializes, you know? But I think we don't even realize like their primary thing is they're trained in like hysterectomies Mm -hmm. and Mm C-sections and yes, they deliver babies, but they're primarily surgeons. And they send your cultures out to a lab. They're not actually, right. Yeah. Right. Actually healing anything or yeah. Right. Yeah. It's fascinating. Okay. So just bottom line is there are various areas. It's not like medicinal plants just helps when you have a common cold. Like there is all the different areas. I mean, you even talked about how it can help with blood pressure at some points. Yeah. I have a friend who, whose husband had high blood pressure. So I suggested some um, Hawthorne berry tea Mm -hmm. and um, that was something that she started using and felt a difference. And there's another other things you can do for HRV, but that's not medicinal plants, Mm -hmm. but cause I learned that in pro sports, but Mm -hmm. you know, so just some different things that doesn't necessarily have to to just be like take a statin. Mm-hmm. You know, there's different things that you can try first. Yeah, now, some pl- sometimes or even you could you use it maybe in tandem with like a yeah. A well, it depends. Now yeah. that you have to be careful of. Okay. Um, again, contraindications are yeah. really important, but different things that you know that you can do and and try mm-hmm. before you get really down the roads in pharmaceuticals. Mm-hmm. I kind of wish I would have known this years and years ago. Mm-hmm. I think I could have helped other people with mm-hmm. this. But anyway, so yeah, yeah that's kind of. Where, yeah. yeah, yeah, I feel like it's been interesting to watch as you've learned more and more and been able to share some of this information yeah. with people who normally probably wouldn't have otherwise asked you about it, you know. And Matt and I have learned a lot, and I think oh, we've, our great. family has learned a lot as a well, result. Well, that's why I did it really just for the family mm-hmm. and friends. I'm like, I wanted, I think, you know, I felt so ill equipped when we, when you went through your health journey, you know, some of the health difficulties that mm-hmm. you had and friends and then this whole thing with you know the virus Mm -hmm. and there's so many so many medicinal plants that are antiviral Mm -hmm. and and i got covid Mm -hmm. pretty bad in Mm -hmm. december of 2021 and i started using i mean i was only like three months in this course Mm -hmm. but one of my first classes was on the immune system which Mm -hmm. is your spleen there's even immune cells on your skin Mm -hmm. so like Mm -hmm. i learned a lot about the immune system and i was able to kind of make myself a little tea that Mm -hmm. really worked Mm -hmm. so made a difference. Yeah. Yeah. I believe it. Yeah. 
Okay. So something else I want to ask about is common ways that you've learned to use herbal remedies, like for yourself, for your family, like you mentioned a tea, you've mentioned like what are just, and you don't necessarily have to get into like the recipes, but what, like you've used words that I don't even really understand. You've said like tinctures. And oh. all that. So like, what are different ways that these can be created or consumed or delivered? Like what are the different like ways that these can be used? Well, let's start with pills. Most people are familiar with pills. You can actually make some pills. Like okay. capsules and stuff. Yeah, they uh-huh. can be made. But some of the more like normal ways uh, that mm-hmm. are used this in this area are teas, mm-hmm. balms mm-hmm. Um, for like topical. Mm-hmm. Uh, tincture is basically taking a plant and extracting it from like they basically shake it and kind of over time and they kind of create the compounds come out of the plant, the the healing compounds mm-hmm. into a, some kind of liquid. It's usually water. Mm-hmm. And then they, then it's kind of like a little, you can it's like put it in a dropper and you mm-hmm. can add it to your water or to your tea oh. or something like that. So okay. it's, it's not like they don't extract it through like a scent, like in a lab or anything mm-hmm. non, non-natural. Mm-hmm. And then there's also like uh, essential oils mm-hmm. and essential oils can, are actually pretty healing. Mm-hmm. And those can be done. Those are done like, a little bit more chemically. And those are actually can be used differently. You can even ingest some of them, mm-hmm. but they're topical or they're in diffusers mm-hmm. or different things like that. For example, if you have a baby that mm-hmm. can't, you know, is having congestion or, or you're having congestion, you can use camphor oils and eucalyptus oils mm-hmm. or different things like that. Now mm-hmm. with the baby, you have to be very careful as to the dosage, but mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. There's various, I mean, I think the biggest takeaway, and this is obviously like a 30,000 foot overview. We're not getting into like nitty gritty details. I'm sure we could record episodes or workshops or something on like every topic and go deep on like, here's some things to use. And that's not really even what I wanted to cover. I just kind of wanted to present the the reality that like, there's not only alternative approaches that you can take that could be very beneficial for you and your family, but also there's countless ways herbal medicine can be used. Mm -hmm. And there's countless like ailments that it can help with, you know, and understanding like that there's options. I think that's just yeah. what more and more people need to understand is like, there are alternative options. You don't have to default to the most intense steroid drug right, right. away. If that's not, if it's not an acute emergency, you know? Right. And if you want to practice some more preventative type care too, or like just an additional support to your body and understanding that these are options out there and there are people who understand and know and are experts at this. Whereas your common physician probably won't be. And that's okay. That doesn't mean don't trust your physician. Absolutely. Trust them with the things they know. Exactly. But be okay with the fact that they're not going to probably know what supplement to recommend, or they're not going to understand what alternative approaches you might take. And that's where like you kind of have to be your own, own health advocate. Like I remember I walked into a new doctor's office um, last year. And I just straight up told him, I was like, so here's the deal. Like, I was like, <laughs> kind of a hit. <laughs> I was like, I'm just going to be straightforward up front. I think once you, when you communicate your views on certain mm-hmm. things to your healthcare providers, they may not always understand it or agree with it, but usually they're going to respect it. So if you're like, hey, I'm a little bit more of a hippy dippy, like I tell them that, like I take a more natural <laughs> approach first. It's not that I won't ever take a medication or, right. you know, won't take your advice if you think it's incredibly important. I was like, but I just want you to know that's not what I default to. So like, don't be surprised if I resist a little bit like that. And I'm, and I'm aware of the pros and cons of that. I've done a lot of it. And they're usually like, okay, like if you come in confident in what your viewpoint is on it, then usually they're, you know, and then I ask them like, do you know anything about this? Or, and most of the time the answer is, I have no idea. That's not my specialty, you know? So I, okay, I'm aware of that, but just want you to know that's kind of part of my approach, you know? And I think being able to confidently communicate that and also understand like your doctor isn't the know-all and they know certain things they're, they're specialized in their areas of expertise and trust them in those areas as much as you can. But ultimately like medicine in, in herbal medicine and in Western medicine, it is a practice. Like, yes, that's and that's the biggest practice. thing I've learned because I think that for a bit there, I expected doctors just to like hand me the guidebook with all the answers mm-hmm. and they're all practicing and every case is different and they're learning as they go too. like, sure, they have the letters by their name, but that doesn't mean their learning has ended. That doesn't mean, I mean, it's truly they're practicing, you know? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think just keeping that in mind too can help you like in case you feel intimidated, if you start exploring some of these things and if you have a Western medicine professional say like, well, that's quackery, you know, it's yeah. like, you're going to get written off by people who don't understand things, you know, like that's just the reality, but that doesn't mean that it's wrong, you know? And I think just being empowered in that knowledge is is important for, especially I think women and young moms and people with families, like be aware that there's options and alternatives that you can, you can consider for your family. Yeah, I agree with that. And I, I, I feel so bad because I remember the very first time you told me you had a functional medicine doctor Mm -hmm. and I was like, well, well, what's that? Because Mm -hmm. that was a term that 
I wasn't familiar with because obviously, you know, again, it wasn't pushed in our, mm-hmm. you know, generation. Mm-hmm. And um, it's a newer concept in some ways. Kind of, yeah. yeah. And then when you said that, I was like, oh, that makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad you found somebody like that. Mm-hmm. And then even then, like, then when we, uh, you know, just looked at some of the supplementals, mm-hmm. you know, I'm sure they don't have the time to go in. And, and believe me, I think he's great. Mm-hmm. But just supplements, it's just so hard to navigate all those supplements. And so well, and a lot of supplement brands, and this is again going back to supplements, which I have a lot of thoughts on, but <laughs> a lot of supplement brands have been bought out by like massive corporations, yeah. which then makes it all the more, all the less trustworthy, essentially, because you don't necessarily like when, why is a supplement brand? I mean, and it's common for big organizations like Nestle or Clorox mm-hmm. or whatever to buy brands, but it it's is. like, sorry, but if you're Clorox, how do you know what should be going in supplements, right? Like there's always going to be a little bit of like, and that doesn't mean that those who are originally in the company have no say, but it just makes it a little bit harder to know, you know, when they start being acquired and profit is the primary focus for these big organizations. Well, that's why less and less, this is, that's why insurance companies don't pay for this because Mm -hmm. really there's no money in, in, in like big, you know, corporate America for natural medicine. There's really no money in it unless they're unless they're pushing, you know, some kind of supplement mm-hmm. that, you know, they don't they just push out in big brands. That's why they keep going into bigger and bigger mm-hmm. and more different brands. So there's not a whole lot of money in it for them. And mm-hmm. so why if you're gonna go out and cure cure yourself because you're growing something mm-hmm. in a pot like uh, you know, mint tea or mm-hmm. mints, why would you need to go down to the store and, and buy spend two hundred dollars on pharmaceuticals? Or right. Yeah. Right. So it's yeah. just there's just no there's just no money in it. So there's no there's no there's motivation no, there's to no back motivation, it. Right. Yeah. And that's where you like that always is like you have to follow the money. Yeah. And that sounds kind of like, you know, whatever like some people will question that, but the reality is like what's the motive of these companies? What's their bottom line? What's their priority? It is the bottom line. And right. that doesn't mean that they are terrible no, people or no, that they're, they're out trying, to hurt you. There are some good things for sure. Yeah. I, I I totally But I think also the awareness of like no offense, but like your health and healing isn't their top priority. Like them running a massive company and keeping people employed is. So that means quality could be cut, you know, or things could be, you know, corners could be cut. And there's just, there's just things that can happen when that becomes the priority. And like you said, there's no, there's no money in it. So why would they go through the, why would, you know, big pharma or anything go through the process of validating, Mm -hmm. you know, or backing that because it, could take money out of their pockets. Like you just have to understand the way these things work. And then it's kind of like, oh yeah, duh. Like, of course they're going to call it quackery, you know? Well, I mean, if you look in my medicine cabinet, I have definitely changed things around. Mm -hmm. I have a lot more natural based Mm -hmm. medicines, Mm -hmm. but I also do have pharmaceutical medicines Mm -hmm. in there because it's, it's, I'm not saying there's never a place for that. I just think starting to learn more about what can you do to support Well, you know, hopefully you won't get to the point where mm-hmm. you need any hard mm-hmm. pharmaceuticals. Like, mm-hmm. knock on wood, I have never had to take a pharmaceutical, mm-hmm. you know, because I've done a lot of supportive things. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's. So what do you mean? There's some pharmaceuticals, like you still have like Advil or something in your cabinet? Is that what you mean? Yeah, there's, like I said, pain support mm-hmm. is hard to find, quick acting mm-hmm. and different things. So it depends on how much pain you can tolerate, mm-hmm. I guess. But mm-hmm. um, that's different for everybody. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's there's definitely a few things in there that are, you know, that are still going to be in my medicine cabinet. Like I, that's one example. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think keeping that in mind is where the freedom comes in. Like, yeah. I think there can be these all or nothing mentalities. And I, I've even said, like, I've gotten, I've been guilty of at some points thinking like, you know, earlier in my life, I just would blindly trust whatever, you know, the medical system said. And I was like, that okay, they must know, you know? Yeah. And then there's also been times in my life when I was kind of mad at the medical system and I was like, <laughs> yeah. well, they're all monsters and they just want money. And it's like a, the demonization of that. And I think you can get into these like camps of like polar extremes. And I think there's a little bit of a middle ground that where it's like, you can recognize there's a time and place for medicine and like Western medicine, and there doesn't need to be a shame around it. Right. But at the same time, I think not defaulting to that is really where you kind of get your power back in terms of just not like blindly taking whatever and not knowing what you're doing, you know? Yeah. I think there are several things that everybody should have in their medicine cabinet. That is, Yeah. I was going to say, so kind of to wrap up, I would love to hear like, are there a few like natural remedies or a few things that you would say are staples that are like, put this in your home apothecary? (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Elderberry, number one. I mean, well, it's definitely up there. Mm-hmm. Elderberry is something that you can get in a tea and mm-hmm. a tincture. I, I do different things with it, but definitely if you want to just get it for a tea, mm-hmm. it's really good for colds. Mm-hmm. It shortens the, the span of your, your cold. Mm-hmm. That's what one of the things that I put in that 
that little balm that Matt mm-hmm. was using, mm-hmm. but I used it in a different way, a very strong way. So elderberry syrup, elderberry cough drops, elderberry teas, those are phenomenal for, mm-hmm. for any kind of cold mm-hmm. and immune support. And then echinacea is also really good. If you can do an echinacea elderberry tea. Mm-hmm. You I made that say, for us. It, like, yes. It's crazy how well it works. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I make a wellness tea that has some yarrow and some other things in it. So those two will reduce a cold immediately. And then I think also lemon balm is really important. That's for nerve support and Mm. um, some other things. Those three and then antivirals, you should definitely have, in my opinion, lavender oil. Mm. You can use it in your laundry. Mm. So it's great for reduce, you know, it gets rid of things. Mm -hmm. Like it's a, it, it, it actually, you know, if if you carry something in or you're viral uh, on your, on your body, your skin, it it actually takes away Mm -hmm. that. So lavender oil. I didn't realize lavender oil is an antiviral. It's a huge antiviral. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I've used it in ways like actually getting rid of skin rash. Hmm. Can you use that as like a cleaning agent in any way? Like, could you put it in like a spray bottle with like, like a carrier oil or water or something and use that to like spray your counters and stuff? Yeah. I think we all think of lavender oil as an aromatherapy and it's very nice. and It's very soft and calming. It definitely does that, but it's a kick-ass, sorry, it's a (laughs) kick-ass antiviral. Good to know. (laughs) Well, there you heard it. You heard it here first, folks. (laughs) Well, I only know that because I found that out from personal experience. Yeah. Yeah. So good to know. Okay. So the last thing I want to ask about, because I know this is going to be a question, is are there any resources that you would recommend for someone who wants to learn more about this topic? Is there a place that you'd say, here's a great starting point or, you know, just anything in terms of resources? I know you're putting together a resource that we're kind of working on together. So just maybe give us like a thought on or even like resources to, to source something. You've mentioned a brand called Earthly. Like yeah. just kind of give us a couple like res- starting points in terms of resources. Okay. Well, I am putting together a bundle because I mean, you can go all over Pinterest mm-hmm. and find information. I've, I've noticed that. I mean, you can Google it. There's a lot of stuff out there. So this isn't new. People are giving a lot of this type of information, but probably also kind of hard to know like what's legit and what's not when you find it on Pinterest. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. haven't really delved really deep into a lot of that Mm -hmm. to know. But what I notice is there's a lot of education, but not as much resource. So Mm -hmm. I have found um, a brand that I really like. It's called Earthly. Mm -hmm. And I decided to actually help support their product Mm -hmm. line. And and so um, I do give a discount Mm -hmm. if people want to buy their products. Okay. But what kind of products do they sell? Is it a variety of different things? Yeah, but it's not crazy amounts. Like, I mean, they have, they're good at some really good things. Okay. So I really like them. So and can we put a link to that in the show notes then? Yeah. That'd okay. Be great. Okay. So then we'll put a link that I'll have a discount for you guys in the show notes if you want to check out that brand. Yeah. And then there's a few others that I'm going to put in the bundle that mm-hmm. I really feel that I have kind of qualified and tried myself mm-hmm. and um, had my family try. Mm-hmm. And so I've, just kind of been on this quest mm-hmm. to really look at brands. Mm-hmm. And so those are the things that we can add to the show notes too, because yeah. I think that's important. And I'll be giving those brands too in the bundle. Yeah, you guys. So we're putting together, I'm not entirely sure exactly when this is going to air. So it'll either be right before or right around the same time, but we're putting together a workshop that'll be part of a bundle, like a holistic health bundle and mom's teaching on a lot of this stuff in a lot more detail. Like we covered the 30,000 foot view and yeah. we'll go into a little bit more detail in the workshop and, and there'll be some additional resources in there. So if that's something you want to learn more about, definitely be paying attention to that. And we'll try to link to that in the show notes if it works out timing wise. But yeah, yeah, I think that'll be a really helpful resource for people who want to go deeper. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, all day long it's, we can go through and talk about all the different chemical compounds Mm -hmm. and all that, but really we just need a really trusted source Mm -hmm. and what are trusted sources. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I kind of feel like that's my new mission Mm -hmm. is to find those trusted sources Mm -hmm. because it's so hard to dig through all the, you know, choices. Mm -hmm. There's so much, there's almost almost like too much option. Yeah. Well, and I think in some ways without, you probably wouldn't say this by yourself, but I think you've become a trusted source because you've just invested the last few years into being educated on this through an Ivy League school. Like you didn't just like Google this and then go, oh, I know what I'm talking about. You know, like you had to go in depth and really learn a lot of this stuff. So it's like you've become a reliable source. I I took a lot of trips and Mm -hmm. I went and met with a lot of people and I went and looked at their things and I Mm -hmm. looked at epicatheries and uh, I can't ever say that. Apothecaries. (laughs) It's like, I am an herbal expert, but I can't say the main (laughs) word. It's fine. (laughs) I'm an Italian cook, but I can't say scuddy. Yeah. (laughs) No, but it's like so funny because I, I mean, I went and looked into and really looked into traditional Chinese medicine and how do they make their, mm-hmm. their, their different potions and mm-hmm. tinctures and mm-hmm. different things. And it's like, I really got on, I mean, I just got on a plane and went and looked at everything mm-hmm. as much as I could mm-hmm. in addition to supporting my mm-hmm. online school. So yeah. I really feel like that's important talking yeah. to different. Well, getting your hands in it and talking with experts yes. who've been doing it longer. And I just feel like, I feel like in so many ways you've become like, there's a term called knowledge broker. 
you know, oh, and it's really? like, you've gathered a bunch of knowledge. You've talked with experts, you've done these certification and now you're able to kind of distribute that knowledge, yeah. you know, in a way that yeah. like, like almost in layman's terms, in a way that the everyday person can understand and start to use in small ways. Like none of us have to be experts, right. you know, to use it, but just knowing like, oh, okay, here's a few remedies that could be helpful to know about, yes. you know, in a pinch or whatever. Like I think as young women, like I know for me and my family, that's something I want to know. Yeah. That's something that I feel like I want to be equipped with this knowledge. I want to be able to turn to that before necessarily having to put my kid on a antibiotic or, right. a, you know, it doesn't mean I never will, but it's like, Right. I don't want to have to make that my first line of defense if there's alternative options that could be gentler, could be, yeah. you know, with less side effects, et cetera. So I think this is important to know for yourself, you yeah. know, in your own healing journey. And also if you hope to have a family or have a family, you know, and yeah. I think a lot of women in my generation are really curious about this kind of stuff because we want to know what options we have and we want to take, we're the gatekeepers of our home, you know, Absolutely. and we want to take our health Great into our own hands, yeah. you know, and not just let anything and everything in because somebody told us we should like, right. we want to learn and, and I think be empowered in that knowledge. And I think it's worth taking the time to learn those things. So, and, and I'm a natural skeptic, so yeah. I'm going to look at things from an eyeball of mm-hmm. like, you know, does this really do what mm-hmm. it says it's doing mm-hmm. and how can I validate that? And mm-hmm. I'm going to take the time because I have the time right now. Mm-hmm. And I believe it's really important, mm-hmm. really important as the world starts to shift and as the medical systems start to shift. Mm-hmm. I really feel that that's important for my family to mm-hmm. take the time to say, these are some trusted sources, mm-hmm. and this is why I believe they're trusted. Mm-hmm. So yeah. to me, you know, I, I believe that's kind of what my next mm-hmm. phase of life is. Mm-hmm. And I think that's important to touch on because in the last podcast we recorded together, we talked through phases of life yeah. and navigating that. And I, I think you're such a good example of this because you don't have to show your age, but what decade are you in? Number five. <laughs> <laughs> well, I say that because... I think so many women feel like they have to figure out what they want to do with their life and do that for the rest of their life. And I think what's been really encouraging and I think inspirational about your journey career-wise is that you've had in different decades of your life, you've had different focus focus points, but they've all built on each other. And, you know, this has come directly out of working in sports and working with people and people who are focused 100% on their health and their fitness Mm. and all of that. And it's just kind of like, it's like a, the next step, but like with a, you know, 30 degree turn kind of thing with Mm -hmm. like a little bit of a pivot. And obviously been influenced by my journey, been influenced by the oh, pandemic yeah. everyone walked through, like all of that timing, like in your, your professional career in the, in the professional sports world was coming to an end, right. As all of that was unfolding. Yeah. So it just was kind of like a natural pivot, but there was also, you know, you did other things earlier in your life too. And you had a time where you were staying well, at home. I have a mom science and, background, you know, yeah. I mean, I went to school. Yeah. And you kind of hung that up for a while. And now you're kind yeah. of are like bringing that back in a different way. Yeah, in a different way. Yeah. And I think that's what I want women to hear is like, you know, you can go through, and this is what we talked about in our last episode together is like understanding that life does come in phases yeah, and that this is a new phase for you. It's kind of, and you're not, and I think what's nice is like you're in a season where there's not a lot of pressure. Like you're not like trying to turn it into your next massive career tomorrow, but you are utilizing the knowledge you found for your own family, sharing the knowledge with others and seeing what happens, you know? And I think there's a lot of freedom in that. And I think women need to hear that. There's like no pressure to be like, you've got to figure out what you're going to do for the rest of your life when you're 27, you know? Oh my gosh, Um, You know, it's like, there may be 10 years where you stay at home with kids and then you may step into professional sports for 10 years and then you may pivot into herbal medicine. I mean, like mom's had a really cool journey and I think it's important to hear that too. But ultimately I just, I wanted to share this knowledge because I think it's important for women to be- Yeah. Yeah. All adjustments. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's important to learn how to make those in life and to know- Mm okay, where do I go from here? And what knowledge do I need to acquire? And how can I take best, the best care of my family? And how can I take, how can I be empowered to take some of this into my own hands versus just, you know, not yeah. knowing. And not everybody is going to go this route. I mean, there are people who do know early in life, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. Right. And that's okay too. Mm-hmm. And so we're all, we're all wired differently mm-hmm. and we all have different gifts. Mm-hmm. So I'm not, you know, my, my path might not be someone else's mm-hmm. pr- preferred path mm-hmm. and that's okay. Mm-hmm. But like you said, it all kind of builds on itself. Mm-hmm. And you know, for me, watching you go through the health journeys that you did and also the pandemic and then coming out of pro sports. Mm-hmm. And I, I just think like, you know, and just where I am in life, this is kind of, I just think there's a lot step. of questions. And yeah. I think we're going to see a lot of changes in medicine that mm-hmm. we won't be, we won't be privy to mm-hmm. understanding a lot of background mm-hmm. of it. So mm-hmm. it's better to know if we don't like it, mm-hmm. let's learn right now what we could do just mm-hmm. in case if we want to, if we want to do something different mm-hmm. or at least something complimentary, let's yeah. just kind of have this in our back pocket yeah. in case we want to know what else we, what else can we do? Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. kind of what I think is important right now. Yeah. Yeah. This has been so good. I think, yeah, there's so much more we talk about, but thank you for sharing everything that you did. This has oh, been really fascinating and I'm, I'm excited so to honored to that you want to know. So yeah, I appreciate it's it. fun. It's yeah. really fascinating to me. And I think a lot of my community is going to find it interesting. So you guys, we're going to put just as we wrap up, 
We're going to put some of these resources that she mentioned into the show notes. Um, and we'll keep you posted if she comes up with any, you know, other like small classes or anything else that you might find interesting. I'll be sure to share about that on social media. Cause I know anytime I have shared little tidbits of this, I get a thousand questions. So it's definitely something that I think more of us are wanting to learn about. I know I do. So if it's something you're curious about, stay tuned and um, yeah, thanks for tuning in mom. Thanks for being here and sharing all that you've learned. It's been fun. Thanks for being such a great daughter. <laughs> I'd love to hear from you. It makes me so happy to see you tuning into this show. So if you're on Instagram, let me know what your favorite part of the show was by taking a screenshot of the episode you've tuned into and share it on your story. Tag me at Jordan Lee Dooley and tell me what your favorite quote or takeaway from today's show was so that I can see what's helping you and even feature what you share. This keeps me inspired and encouraged to keep creating new content And it's a great way to share something that your friends might love too. I can't wait to see you in Instagram world, my friend. Thanks for tuning in. To learn more about the She Podcast or to get involved in Jordan's growing community, visit jordanleedooley.com. Thanks for joining in today. Until next time, remain committed to intentional choices that refine your heart, faith, health, and work because your story is much too important to settle for anything less. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.